On today's show, whoo, we are fresh off of Media Day 2021. Isaac Harris and I finally got home, collected our thoughts. We've got a lot of them because we talked to essentially the entire roster today. <laughs> a lot of people today. You're going to hear a lot of voices over the coming days uh, from the Mavs. And a uh, really cool time for to be a listener for Lockdown Mavs. <laughs> I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the Media Day Maniac, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, what a cool day. I mean, we're Gosh, we're recording this uh, Monday night, like 1045 uh, Mavs Media Day. And uh, man, we had we had a blast today. We we had our own station at uh, at Media Day for the Mavs, locked on Mavs. And they just kind of rotated players in left and right. And we had a lot of fun with it. It was these it's, you know, these short, quick hitter type of interviews of, hey, let's talk basketball for a little bit for a few minutes. But then let's have some fun with it, too, because you know, that's what, that's what we do. I just run, <laughs> let's go. And, uh, it was a lot of fun talking to the players, meeting some guys today for the first time, but it was a blast. It was awesome. And we have so much to talk to you so much to share with you guys go subscribe to our youtube channel if you have not uh thanks for making lockdown maps your first listen of the day we have everything you need we have exclusive audio from from basically every player on the roster just one exclusive though not two exclusives one <laughs> uh thanks for making lockdown maps your first listen free and available on all platforms especially youtube go subscribe to our channel for all the all the interviews in uh video form so all right let's get into Let's get into the the biggest stuff from Media Day. First of all, for us, we got to interview pretty much every player, and it was awesome just to sit down and talk to them and to to see them in person and to be you know be next to them and like it, it was it was great for us as media because it's been a long especially for me it's been a long time since I've been near players and talking to players and so it was it was pretty great. Um, we did not get a chance to to talk to South Porzingis or Jason Kidd or any of the training camp guys. They're just it came down to timing and and things like that, other commitments for them and all that. So, uh, you'll but you'll hear from everybody else. Yeah, you know, Jason Kidd had a, a players, or I mean, players, a coaches association <laughs> meeting today, so he had to cut it um, uh, short pretty soon. And then, you know, not every player at media day goes to every single station. So, like, we got Tim Hardaway, you know, today, and Tim, you know, didn't get a chance to go to some other stations. So. Uh, Bummer, we didn't get KP, uh, but man, we got Luca. We got literally the whole rest of the roster, so it was super fun for us, especially meeting some of these guys for the first time. Like I talked to Boban wearing the Boban shirt that I'm wearing right now, uh, and he he took out his phone and took a picture of us, and I thought that that was the best. That was my highlight what? of the day, I think, for me personally, was Boban taking a picture of me. <laughs> what is he doing with that photo? Now I'm like, will we ever see that photo? I know. <laughs> I don't know, but Boban is a blast. You guys will hear from him uh, in, the, in the coming days or on our YouTube channel. 
But today we're going to hear from Luka Doncic, Reggie Bullock, and Tyrell Terry. We'll play those interviews in full on the podcast. Uh, and so you guys can you can go and watch them on YouTube if you want, but we'll play them on the podcast uh, and play them in full. Luka had some great stuff about leadership and chemistry and playing with, you know, under Jason Kidd. Reggie Bullock had some great stuff about defense and how a team becomes great defensively. And then Tyrell Terry shared with us the reason why he was out for a lot of the season last year. And we had never heard it before. And so that's great stuff. Go listen to it at the, at the end of this podcast. But those are the interviews you're going to hear today. What's the big takeaway from media, though, uh, or from media day, though? Because we hear from everybody. There was media sessions that happened outside of where we were sitting, too. Uh, what do you think was the big takeaway for Dallas Mavericks Media Day 2021? Well, I think, you know, Porzingis is the is the main topic, you know, and you you see the reports about him, how the, you know, the season ended last year. Did he want out? Did he not? His role, how the playoffs ended, his, you know, relationship with Rick and just going to the season. You know, I feel like every player was asked about KP. Uh, I feel yep. like, you know, KP's just, you know, his interview and he's always a great interview and everything. So I, you know, Jason Kidd getting asked about him, uh, about his position, like what what position is KP going to play on the floor? Uh, you know, he said, you know, today talking to media in the main press conference room that, hey, like Kristaps is going to start the season at the four. So, I mean, we all know they have a plethora of fives on the team, something that we <laughs> ask on every single one of the fives we yeah, ask right. them about today. Of like, hey, what do you think about the other uh, four or five fives that are on the team? So, I think that's the the biggest takeaway that Porzingis is motivated. He's healthy. He's excited. He's going to start the season at the four. And Jason Kidd, you know, put some light on the whole like, hey, we we want to maximize him. He's a basketball player. He he's he looks like he's going to have a bigger green light than before. And now we just got to see how that shakes out. Yeah, there was a lot of encouragement about Christoph Porzingis, and I felt that that was, yeah, that was huge. Him playing the four, we, we've, we've been down this road before with Rick Carlisle, but what will it look like under Jason Kidd? It may be different. Uh, and they kept all these centers, and they didn't make a trade. Maybe they still have one that they are going to make, but even so, they trade two centers away. They still have, like, four more, right? Like, they still I'm not going to lie. If Moses Brown is traded, I'm going to be kind of sad because I <laughs> love talking with him today. Who were your favorite interviews that we did today? Oh man, this is hard. Literally, we were talking afterwards and saying, like before going into it, just full honesty, we're like, who's gonna be kind of like not about it, like yeah. kind of annoyed with this, whoever. Yeah. Literally, there was not a single one. I was telling the director mm -hmm. of PR after I'm like, man, you got a great group of guys this year. And they're like, they were just raving about all the dudes. I've been texting some people tonight that were at media day, like, man, how fun were all these dudes? And so literally every single interview was a blast and they're a lot of fun i mean moses was a, i mean fun <laughs> he had some one-liners that that was great um you know luca was chippery more than normal we got we got luca early on you know luca had a million stations <laughs> today and a million yeah. like even national stuff he had to do so we got luca pretty early on he was a little bit more lively with us talking to luca kind of before about his shoes and stuff because you know, obviously he had his new shoes on uh, that's probably not even going to be in the clip, but um, <laughs> my two I, I mean, my, my two favorites were Trey Burke, 
was amazing. Trey Burke gave yeah, us oh. maybe our favorite answer of the day. We we asked some some basketball questions. We asked some fun questions. One of our fun questions that you'll hear coming up from Luca and, and Bullock and and then Tyrell Terry is, "What's your first ideal date scenario? Like, if you would give some somebody that's going on a date for the first time, what would be your dating advice?" And Trey Burke gave us a great answer. But my other the other person that I, I loved was Reggie Bullock. I thought he was so thoughtful yeah. in all of his answers. Like even dumb things that we we would ask him like. The, the, the Bobon squirrel question that we talked about yesterday, would you rather fight one Bobon sized squirrel or a hundred squirrel sized Bobons? That was a question I asked everybody that was, that was traveling around media day. And Reggie Bullock even put some thought into that question too, even though that's a stupid, you know, fun question. But the way he talks about defense in this clip that you're going to hear, I thought was, was really telling to have somebody like that on the team is going to be yeah. huge to have a, another like veteran type presence that has been on good defensive teams, not only just in New York last year, but in, in Detroit, he, when the teams that he played on Detroit were like top 10 defensively. And he, the, the, we asked that here's another reason why Bullock was my favorite what, was because we asked everybody what's the six, what would be a success for the Dallas Mavericks this season, or what would be a successful season, either you personally or for the Mavericks. And everybody else gave us the answer of like, oh, championship or second round or you know, all that kind of stuff, personal achievements, all that kind of stuff. Block was the one that gave us like a tangible goal that he has in mind for the team that I thought was massive that you'll hear from him coming up. Oh, yeah, man. I, I love that. I was going to point that out about Reggie, that he was the only one who gave us like that type of answer. That was that was really good. I think we tweeted about it, too. But uh, yeah, I mean, Trey was uh, Trey. Trey was was great. Uh, super lively. A lot of fun. Uh, Willie. Did I ask Willie about doing a Titanic, you know, Jack type of painting? You thought my you... question was out of pocket. <laughs> listen, listen, we all know Willie <laughs> likes to paint. And so. <laughs> I just like I just went all in and just like, hey, you know, you ever seen Titanic? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, you know, the painting that Jack does in Titanic. Have you ever done a painting like that? And uh, y'all can see the response on YouTube whenever we should. Yeah, it'll be posted tonight. Uh, there you go. All right, coming up, let's hear from Luka Doncic. Some great stuff about Jason Kidd, about him being a leader, the chemistry that this team can you know, can create, how can they do that? And then, well, of course, we ask him the fun questions at the end. You'll love to hear from Luca. We'll hear from Reggie Block coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's so hard for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. How could they possibly have every single thing that you need? So why would you endure pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? So, like, is your Odyssey an, X, an LX or an EX, you know, that you have to know all these different things? Instead, go to rockauto.com. You can just see an easy way to have the, you know, all the, the cars listed in front of you. you. Just do the make, the model, the year of your car. Easy way that they're organized. You can find exactly what you're looking for, and you'll get it for 30, 50, 100% less than some of the chain stores like that. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. We are going to be hearing from Luka Doncic coming up. And when we are done, make sure that your second listen is Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, the number one fantasy basketball podcast. All right, Isaac, let's hear from Luka Doncic. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? How are you? How you doing? What's up? 
They're good. I just got the shoes in the mail. Nice. I thought about wearing them today, but I was like, I'm gonna look at my lap at <laughs> Wearing his shoes. No, you're making him money, bro. <laughs> All right, so this is what? Media day number, I guess, four. Four, four. four for you. Three. Four. Three? So four? Did you do media days at Real Madrid? Yeah. Not like this. Not like this. Better or worse? Oh, this is worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so year one of Jason Kidd, Rick Carlisle has been your coach the past three seasons, first three seasons of your career. What are you the most excited about with Jason Kidd as head coach? I mean, I think, like, you know, he won a championship, obviously, but he played the same position as me. You know, he was a champion here as a player. So I think that will help me a lot. You know, he's the guy that, if not the best, one of the best passers that everybody saw. So I think he's going to help me a lot. Mm. After playing Slovenia this summer, it was awesome to watch you play and all the camaraderie and seeing you celebrate with everybody. It seemed like that team was really tight. And then afterwards, you talked about the chemistry of that team and how you want that chemistry and that same kind of trust on this team, the Mavericks team. How do you think you, you go about that as a leader and as the you know, best player on the team? Yeah, I think you can build that. Uh, obviously, you know, you got to hang out with each other. Uh, you got to go maybe to dinners, you know. I think uh, we build that chemistry with the Slovenian national team because we're always together, you know, and no matter what, you know, we're just hanging out, you know, do whatever. What's, what's something about Slovenia that the average American doesn't know? Maybe everything. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I think there's a lot of things. <laughs> what's something you want people to know about, about Slovenia? It's a beautiful country. Uh, everybody, you know, uh, Mark and company, Jason was there. Uh, everybody loved it, you know, uh, how beautiful it is. Uh, it's not very big, uh, but it has everything. You have sea, you know, there's a lot of green, so it's a very beautiful country. What did it mean to you to, to take Slovenia, a country of, you know, you, I think you even mentioned it, two million people, to get that far in the Olympics in basketball? Like, what did that mean to you personally and to your family even? I mean, it was it was amazing, you know. We had the whole country behind us. Uh, obviously, we end up fourth, which is not it not the bad. I think it's the worst place you could ever be. <laughs> so, but you know, this was our first Olympics, and you know, we hope to go to more. So, so going to people defending you in the league, who defend? Who would you say defends you best in the NBA, and why is it not Patrick Beverly? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't go in these conversations. So I, I don't I don't really said he's got something for you this year. What could he possibly? Nothing. Bring this year? No, no, nothing. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> what would you consider a success this season for, for you and for the Mavericks? Uh, winning a championship. Mm. Point blank. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. our goal. Okay. When you look at Mavs history and even up till this point, if you had Luka Doncic, you had the form of all-time Mavs starting five. Who would it be? Uh, with me or without me? With you. With me. Uh, That's an easy know. one. You played with him. <laughs> yeah, but he's at the four, so I don't know. So Dirk at four. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll put Finley. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tyson Chandler. Mm. Okay. And let's see. I don't know. There's one more. I put Jason Kidd or Jason Terry. Okay. I'm between them. Yeah, so. yeah that, that's good. So I don't know. Let's say one of those two. <laughs> uh, okay, you seem like you're really good at everything. So it's trick shots, pickleball in the bubble. What's something you're bad at that you wish you were good at? 
Uh, maybe singing. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, we'll so do karaoke. we're going to do some rapid-fire questions real quick. All right, you have to fight. You're in a hand-to-hand combat fist fighting. Would you rather fight one Boban-sized squirrel, so a giant squirrel, or 100 squirrel-sized Bobons? Little tiny Bobons or one giant squirrel? One giant you take Boban a, squirrel. Instead of uh, yeah, yeah. a bunch of little tiny Bobons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know his weakness. <laughs> What's Bobon's weakness? I can't tell you. <laughs> okay, what is if someone is going on a date in high school or college and they say, Luca, what's the ideal first date? What would, it, what would you say? <laughs> These are tough questions. I don't know. <laughs> Do I have to describe the whole thing? No, no, just like a, just like a, a, a general a general idea. Like, hey, Where's Luca, start? <laughs> uh, do you want to go out with me? <laughs> where it starts. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Where that, that's where it starts, and then you just see where it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. You've been on a first date in like forever. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> All right, I think Alan's hollering for you. You got to go to the next station. Right. The Thank you guys. Station. See you. Good luck this season. Thanks, guys. No, thank you, Alan. All right, great stuff from Luka Doncic. Always love hearing from him. Uh, just love that he's just a goofy guy. Some some guys didn't go along with some of our goofy stuff, but love that Luka did. Uh, coming up, we're going to hear from Reggie Bullock. Really great answers from him. We already talked about it. I think I teased it enough, but we're going to hear from Reggie Bullock. So here we go. Let's hear it from the newest Maverick, Reggie Bullock. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Man, how's it been? How you? In it's Dallas? Good. It's good. It's what, how many media days is this for you? Nine. Nine media days. Yeah, nine media days. Is it like, hey, I just got to power through it? Or are you like, do you, is there any bar- part of you that enjoys it? Or uh, you can be honest. The first 24 days, bef- I mean, the first 24 hours before training camp is usually I try to be relaxed. But mm. it, it's always for the last nine years been nine media days. Of, <laughs> uh, so um, just getting mentally prepared, you know, just get ready for tra- training yeah. camp to start. You ever think about how many pictures there are of you out there after doing nine media days? <laughs> yes, definitely. I, I always think about that when I see the photographers on the sideline, like, what are these pictures and where are they actually going? They're just out there. Yeah. Uh, you had other offers on the table. Mm-hmm. Why Dallas? What, what made Dallas the right spot for you? Um, Dallas was a, a great situation for me. Um, just they was playoff ready. You know, I've been to the playoffs y'all season. Y'all got some great players on the team. I mean, obviously the hit of the snake with, with Luca and his passing ability that he has. Um, a great coach like uh, Coach Kidd that's coming in to lead this band to you know a championship. So um, it was a it was a it was a good choice for me and my family. I mean, obviously I just had two twin boys too. So just moving them down, uh, experiencing a new city, being in Dallas, where it's not as cold as New York, so that, that definitely that, that cheaper too. Yeah, it's been less so it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. As like, my wife asked me a few days ago, she's like, "Hey, what's the temperature, Mom? Like, just assume every day is in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, right. We're, we're good. Uh, when you look at your role for this upcoming season, is this mm. something that played into you coming to Dallas? Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to be a starter mm. wherever. Like, what do you expect your role to be this year? Um. Well, I mean, some of the roles that I'm just trying to take, in, uh, but um, I mean, obviously, it's just shooting, shooting the ball and defense, and I, I definitely hang my hat on um, guarding other team best player. So I feel like I can uh, hang my hat on that. Um, you know, just bring like you know toughness yeah. uh, and and you know just listening to coach and doing whatever you need to. If you need me to come off the bench, you need me to start. Um, whatever he's needing me to do. Uh, 
you know, obviously the front office people brought me here for a reason and they know what I'm able to do with stretching the floor and defending. So wherever my position is with this team, I'm willing to accept it. And I think it's going to be an exciting year. You said you're hanging your hat on defense. What makes you have so much pride on the defensive end and actually want to compete? Because there's a lot of guys that are like. I got kids, man. I got kids that's watching the TV. <laughs> and I don't want them to say, see their daddy keep getting cooked and I can't do nothing about it. So um, but you get, it's just a pride you, thing. You, it's you a pride thing. Or dunked on? I mean, yeah, yeah it happens. The NBA can be. It happens. It happens um, in the NBA. I mean, obviously, you know, you can play great defense and you got a great offensive player that's still going to cash out and make the shot. Yeah. Um, like uh, like so many other great players in the league, and Luca's one of them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just having a, that mentality, just to try to continue to make things tough for the for the All Star players and stuff like that, is just something I hang my hat on. You play for a good defensive team in New York last mm-hmm. year. What makes a team good defensively? We've seen Kid talk about it. Man, that's going to be one of the biggest you know pushing points yeah. of training camp. What makes a team good defensively? Um, well, to me, I, I felt like um, just the trust that you have into it. Um, you're not going to get everything right on the defensive end, but you can you can definitely play hard. You can definitely cover up for someone else's mistake. If I get blown by, I know that if I if I uh, ran out to contest this guy on the three point line, like a JJ Riddick or someone on the three point line, he drives to the basket and get an easy layup. The back line should be there mm. to protect me. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it start with that back line, and I felt like up in New York last year we had Neuros and, and Mitch back there, and that, and that back line. Once I get beat, I already know that somebody's going to be there, so it allows the guards to be more. Uh, press up more on defense, and we know that my back line, if you go to that basket, is getting swatted. So, um, and that's what we hung our hat on. So, we was just out there just covering for each other, just trying to play hard. Yeah. We're going to hear more from Reggie Bullock coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about a new fantasy basketball app and website that you need to use. Have you ever had this problem where you're playing fantasy basketball and the winners always have teams that have players play four? or like three or games in a week and your team only plays like two or one game in a week sometimes and it just throws it all off it just basically becomes all right whose team's players play the most games in a week well sleeper has fixed that with their new game pick owners pick a single game per week each starter to count towards their team's total score ensuring an even number of games placed between each opponent so it's not about Who's playing more games? It's about who's more strategic, who is smarter, who's a better basketball mind. If you want to prove that, go to Fantasy and download the Sleeper app. Start a league with your friends right now. Sleeper has cracked the Fantasy basketball code. If you play fantasy football, you'll know this is the better way to do fantasy. You prefer a weekly strategy versus just the daily busy work of, all right, well, I got to log in and figure out how many games my my player you know will play this week, all that. Uh, go to Sleeper and download the app. Start your league with friends today. Also, I want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. It's so easy to go on there to find something to put money down on. Hopefully, you put some money down on the Cowboys. They covered in a big way. Let's check out where – let's see if the Cowboys are on here just yet. Nope. Cincinnati Bengals are 7.5-point favorite at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, I – I love my Bengals. That may be too big of a spread there on the Thursday night. Uh, but if you want to bet on the Bengals or if you don't think they're going to cover that, bet on anybody else, you can go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code right now, NFL100, NFL100, to get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Again, NFL100, use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We're going to hear from the rest of our talk with Reggie Bullock and then Tyrell Terry, 
coming up to talk about uh, this upcoming season, but also answer a question on why he was out for so long last year. Ask your UNC question. All right. I grew up a big UNC fan. Yeah, so yeah. your all-time UNC starting five. All-time UNC starting five. I can, I'm in it? Or? <laughs> you can, yeah, you can be in it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I won't be at the two with Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll probably go – I'll go uh, Phil Ford at, at the point. Yeah. I will go Michael Jordan at the two. Um, you at the three? I'm at the three. I'll probably say uh, Rashad McCants. Okay. Oh man, it's going down. Um, four, four. I will go at the four. I would probably Marvin Williams. Yeah. And at the five, I would probably I mean you, shit. He was probably the best player from Carolina ever, Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or Sean May. Oh you know man, yeah. Like, like one of those. That's Sean yeah, May, yeah. Ray Felton guys. Yeah, it's fun. Good. Uh, you want to do rapid fire? Yeah, let's rapid fire. All right, we'll do a couple rapid fire. All right, you're fighting hand-to-hand combat. You have to fight one Boban-sized squirrel or a hundred squirrel-sized Bobons. Hold on, ask squirrel. that one, one. Ask that one more time. <laughs> one, one giant squirrel, Boban-sized squirrel, so seven uh-huh. foot four, huge one, or a hundred squirrel-sized Bobons, little Bobons running around. I think I'd take the chance with a hundred little Bobons. <laughs> <laughs> you Too saw friendly. John Wick, though. They, yeah, they're free friendly, though. <laughs> um, okay, if somebody asks you, hey, Reggie, what is the, what's the ideal first date? What advice would you give them? Ideal first date. Um, advice I would give them, take it slow. Mm. Take it slow. Um, don't rush into something that you ain't ready for. That's yeah, Ooh, that's good, man. I think that's, I mean, that's the yeah, deepest yeah. one yet. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them just being like, "Hey, let's just see where it goes." Yeah, you know, I'm still like, learning that too. Can we ask you the all time? Okay, someone we've asked all the other players has I switched it up for UNC, but we've asked everyone all time Mavs starting five, and we yeah, what what would that be for you? Dirk hit the four. Um, I think that's the quickest we've gotten that actually. Uh, at a at a point, J Kid, mm, smart, smart. <laughs> um, at the two, oh, mm. um, I like the thought he's yeah, put into you it. Got Jet, you got Finley, you got. I guess you put Luca, Rolando Blackman. Yeah, I was about to say Luca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Luca, yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then at well, I'm at five now. Yeah. The five is uh, KP. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You got any more? Uh, no. What What would you say a successful season is? Yeah. Second round is it only title? How do you measure kind of success this year? Um, success this year is. Being a top ten defense. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. That's success and making out of the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Reggie, man, man, thanks awesome. so much. Yes, sir. Thank, thank, nice thank nice you. meeting you. All right. This was the week after your draft. I'll talk to you. Okay, okay. All about Stanford yeah, and life and how smart you were and all this stuff. Um, all right. So yeah, we're gonna hold the mics. Few minutes here, but media day. Let's go. What's yeah. your favorite part about media day? Oh, the end. <laughs> <laughs> the end. What's it like compared to like Stanford's? 
Uh, a lot shorter. Like Stanford, we had a couple stations. Like, um, probably like what they had in the court. Uh, yeah, what they have on the court, just like movements and stuff like that, and then that's it, really. So it's a lot more of the NBA uh, media day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta get pictures taken from everybody and deal yeah. with people like us and all types of different uh, face expressions and all that stuff. Yeah, so. right. yeah. The screaming, the puppy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, what was the best moment of your rookie year, looking back? Uh, my, the best moment of my rookie year was scoring my first point mm-hmm. um, on Christmas Day. I was a big fan of the Lakers growing up, so to do it at the Staples Center on you know Christmas Day um, was huge for me, and so all my, all my family got to see it on, on television. So that was, that was my favorite part. That's awesome. for sure. You obviously missed a good chunk yep. of the season last year. If that's something you can't speak on, if you can't, it's no big deal. Or can you shine light a little bit on that? Uh, yeah, so um, I was dealing with some mental health stuff that mm. uh, kind of runs in my family. Um, and I wasn't really uh, aware of that it was creeping up on me. Um, it kind of hit me pretty serious. So uh, I had to take care of that and figure out ways to, you know, make myself better in that area. Yeah. Um, but it, it was great because, uh, you know, the Cuban and, um, you know, the old front office that was here, they were so supportive. And even the Mavs fans were so supportive, even though uh, most people didn't know what was going on. Um, you know, so it made a lot easier for me what what would you tell somebody that's maybe in the maybe in a similar spot I, I know for me when I first went to counseling the hardest part for me was walking in the door for the first time yeah it's like if somebody is struggling at home and they're watching this listening to this what would you say the first step to them would be that it's not just you um for the longest time I grew up around uh even my family and friends that we just didn't share our emotions. Mm. Um, and I, I had emotions uh, in high school that I just kind of pushed off to the side because, you know, I was, I was a man, I was a boy, you know. Um, and so now that I see that, I, saw, I just saw a commercial the other day about uh, NFL players talking about how they were going through some serious mental health stuff and that it mm. took a while for them to, you know, be able to open up and that um, I feel like a lot of people, I wouldn't say a lot, but I feel like there's a good um, number of people out there that are, are going through the same thing as a male or even a female, but just specifically a male um and that you know you're not you're not in this alone and that yeah. it's okay to just you know reach out and um you know you're doing it to to better yourself you know yeah uh, and so i would just say that you know don't be afraid because it's not just you yeah so uh, once i got over that it was a lot easier for me mm. after talking to probably all your teammates and other players across the league what's what was different about your rookie year than what other players have said their rookie year was like because your rookie year was insanely different yeah uh i don't even know where to start <laughs> pretty much every every so often the players just be like yeah you're not really experiencing a real season and stuff like that it was just from like not being able to go to team dinners like we couldn't even have meals together we couldn't hang out together we weren't even sitting next to each other on the bench really we were you know yeah. six feet apart um you know just so many things where you couldn't like uh build chemistry early on uh, and it kind of showed last year we got off to a slow start and a lot of our teammates were like you know we got to do some team bonding and stuff like that and we just couldn't you know so it was it was tough in that aspect they do zoom party cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know when you first when we talked on the phone after you got drafted we talked about you hearing the critics you know when you first declared for the draft and so when you hear even now when you hear someone say says you know tyrell terry tyrell is too small yeah what do you think I mean, at this point, I don't really pay mind to it. Um, You know, people were saying the same thing in high school. People were saying the same thing at Stanford. So the same thing when I declared, like, (laughs) it's just, you know, I go out there, like for summer league, for instance, you know, if if I was 185 pounds and I scored 22 points, I feel like the narrative would be a lot different. Mm. But because I'm, you know, 165 around that area, you know, like, 
it's like, oh, he scored that, but he's still too small. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. uh, it's kind of just one of, the thing, one of those things where I just can't pay attention to it anymore. Yeah. What would you consider a successful season for you, the Mavericks, collectively? Uh, I think for me personally, um, just, you know, being the best version of myself, you know, I have, um, you know, some time here left with the Mavs. And so uh, by, the, by the time, you know, my, my contract's up and it's time to, uh, you know, either renew it or, or move on, I want to be the best version of myself for the Mavericks to make that decision. And so um, just making strides to being the best version of myself. And for the Mavs, you know, I think we have so much talent here that, you know, I don't know why, you know, making a finals wouldn't be our, our final destination. Yeah. So when you look at Mavs history up until this point, if I said, hey, Tyrell, what would be the all-time Mavs starting five? Oh, boy. What would you say? <laughs> uh, okay, I don't really, I don't, honestly don't know too much history about the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. Like, like players, so. Um, There's a couple you can just knock off, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go Jason Kidd at the one, but I'm going to put Luka with him. Yeah. Putting so. your coach one is pretty yeah. uh, smart move. Smart, smart move. So, but. <laughs> So we're doing like a lineup, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll just put a look at the at the two, quote unquote yeah. two. Uh, man, three. There's a, there's maybe a guy in the front office. Uh, we okay, could go okay. we could go with Finn. Finley. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do him. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, four. We'll go Dirk. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Smart choice. And then I have to go Kristaps to the five. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. So, yeah. I like it. I like it. Let's sure. go. Uh. You want to do okay. some rapid fires? Let's do a couple rapid fire questions. Oh, All let's right. go. So you're hand to hand combat. You're fighting fist fight. Would you rather fight one Bobon sized squirrel, so a giant squirrel, okay. or a hundred squirrel sized Bobons? Whoa. <laughs> uh, one Bobon sized squirrel. You think this? Okay. You think you'd be able to take the squirrel? You can help smart. Yeah, I feel like any anything with a hundred. With a hundred, that's just rapid. Flight. It's just rapid, yeah. <laughs> Succession. Of I feel like Bobby would be too nice to like actually <laughs> damage to me, so I don't know. Maybe you could befriend the hundred Bobons. Yeah, hundred yeah. Bobons. Uh, what's the best thing and worst thing about being an NBA player? Um, I think the best thing is just being able to like be immersed around the best basketball players in the world on a day-to-day basis. You know, like coming in the practice facility and you know seeing Luca do what he do what he does on a daily basis. It's like it's incredible. Um, and I think the worst part. Um, I mean, I would say the travel, uh, yeah. you know, being on a plane so often, I think uh, it's not it's not too bad, but it gets, it gets tiring for sure. So, Which NBA team besides the Mavs are you most interested in, either watching or seeing what happens with them? Um, I would say I would say the Lakers. Um, you know, I was, I was a fan growing up, and I've always kind of been a LeBron fan. So, um, you know, I would say I watch out for them a little bit. Like, and, like, all the players. Were, like, yeah, and they're, they're, they're like trying to do something crazy with, you know, the Russell Westbrook and them. So it's pretty intriguing. It they is. have players, I think, that were in the NBA before, like, you were born, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. A lot of these people, like, when we were doing, uh, like, introductions today, some people have been with this organization longer than I've been alive. It's That's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, okay, first celebrity crush. Selena Gomez. Okay. Yeah. Selena Gomez. That is going. Ideal first date for you or for advice for somebody else. What do you think is the best version of a first date? Somebody that uh, before didn't. I mean, for me, like putt putt or bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which one are you better at? Uh, I would say bowling. Yeah, pretty good at bowling, but. You know, I was just in high school like two and a half years ago, so you know, putt putter bowling was kind of the go-to. That was like, the spot. Yeah. You know, six to ten dollars per person. It was, <laughs> that was cool. 
That's cool. All right, man, that's it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Good seeing you.